This is CX of M Radio, the voice of customer experience professionals. Welcome to another episode of All Things Considered CX. I'm your host, Bob Asman, the founder of Innovative CX Solutions, a past chairperson of the CXPA, and a practitioner with many years of transforming global operations and designing better customer experiences. Together with our guests and listeners, we seek to discuss, challenge, and create new understanding about how to inspire better experiences in response to ever-changing customer expectations. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the All Things Considered CX Podcast. I'm your host, Bob Asman. Today is a special edition podcast because we want to spend our time together remembering uh, a true great professional within the customer experience profession. And to honor Chris Rios, who we lost recently, um, Diane Majors is joining me on the podcast today. Welcome, Diane. Um, Glad to have you, but only wish it was under different circumstances. Yes, sir. Thanks. Thanks for having and helped to share this time um, to think about Chris and what he contributed to our profession. Chris was really an important part of our profession, a uh, member of the um, uh, Blue Rock Executive Search, uh, the CX practice, was on this podcast a couple of times, sharing his expertise on getting CX professionals to develop their careers and, and advance their careers. So um, he was a frequent visitor. In fact, uh, it was almost time for him to come on the podcast again to give us a mid-year uh, coach, coaching session on are we advancing our careers and keeping our resumes up to date? And and then we heard this very tragic news about Chris. So, um, Diane, let me turn it over to you and and uh, let you uh, share some thoughts and uh, about Chris and what he did for us in this profession. Thanks, thanks so much. Um, let me let me get to a little bit of the sharing here, and I can I want to share a few things with you just to give you bit of an example. Can you see my screen, Bob? I can, yes. Excellent. All right. So I want to pay um, honor to Chris. Um, One of the things he he passed on June 24th, and one of the things that we know about Chris was about his humility and how he really believed that, you know, accolades should come from yourself uh, through self-understanding and some other pieces. But I wanted to just make sure that you um, know a little bit about Chris and who he was and how he came to be part of our uh, our little tribe and uh, uh, also how to continue to honor him and the legacy that he leaves behind uh, for many, many of us. Um, so I want to do that just by starting by sharing a story. And uh, this might seem a little out of out of whack to look at this picture, but I think once you hear the story, uh, it'll it'll resonate. And those of you who know Chris, um, it won't come as a surprise. Uh, so Chris and I met out of the blue. It was about four and a half, five years ago. And I got a call from a recruiter, um, Chris. He, he sent me an email and LinkedIn. Uh, connected on LinkedIn and he sent me an email and said, Hey, I'd like to talk to you about a position I have available. And so he goes into talking about it. We talked a little bit, um, hit it off immediately. And he started sharing a little bit about the profession. And I was asking him questions like we all do about 
well, is this really customer service or customer experience? And remember, this is a few years ago when it wasn't really clear uh, as it has never really been. And uh, so Chris got a little curious and, and, and kept asking me more and more questions about the profession itself and why I was asking the questions. Uh, well, it turns out this, this position was exactly customer experience. It was a wonderful position for a very unique boutique organization that was fast growing, but it happened to be in Iowa. <laughs> and I said, Chris, I'm going to move into Iowa. Uh, you should have started with that because that would have gotten us out of it. But ironically, he said, well, you know, I'm just, okay, that's great. You're not, you're not interested in moving, but he said, I'm so curious about the conversation we've had. And am I really, maybe I don't understand what I'm recruiting for. Um, he literally within a week was here in Dallas with me. He lives in Florida in Dallas with me. And we spent an entire day together um, him asking questions about the profession and uh, what what the profession does and how it's different from service or success or all the other things that we know are part of the work that we do. And uh, he walked away with just a whole new view, I think, of what our profession does. Um, went back to Blue Rock and said, I'm going to establish us as the go-to uh, recruiting company for customer experience. And as you've seen him and all the things he's done for CXPA and published, um, it's been because of that kind of learning that he always wanted to do to grow and be a part of where people are and 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 fill a need. Um, so he came to CXPA events, he became a member immediately, uh, came to three or four of our conferences, and has been a huge contributor um, to not only the CXPA and the knowledge but also I sent, I can't tell you how many people <laughs> to Chris saying, if you want to talk to somebody who can help you with not only how to find a position, but who understands how to position yourself um, and help you maybe find a potential uh, role, Chris is your guy. And um, what, the story here, why this picture's on here is that at the end of our day in Dallas, Chris said to me, look, now I think I know I'm looking for a purple spotted unicorn. He said, what you've described to me, I don't even sure that exists. And I said, it is a very unique breed of person who can do this role because it is so unique and so expansive. Uh, and so we always had this kind of running joke about the purple spotted unicorn um, or whatever analogy you want to use that just the profession itself, because of its complexity, uh, Chris really felt like he could provide value to people who were looking to find roles and, and for organizations who are seeking uh, somebody to lead their practice. Does that resonate there was, with there you, was, Bob? There was, and there was never any hesitation with Chris. He, no. he didn't, yeah, well, I'll think about helping you. It was always about how can I help if you approach them? And I'm with you. I, I sent, if somebody came looking for a job, especially when the pandemic first hit and so many of our colleagues were, were impacted neg negatively by the pandemic, it was uh, how can Chris help and, and guide and coach and provide a resource. And he might not have always had the perfect position, but he had the perfect approach to what did you need to do and how could you really improve yourself? So it, it definitely resonates with me in, in that story. I, I'll share one other thought with you is when you talked about, he started to learn the profession and started to attend uh, our annual conference at the CXBA. And uh, first time I saw him, uh, I saw him kind of from a distance walking down and there's, he just had this great smile um, all the time. And 
I, and I didn't know who he was. I talked to him, but I didn't, you know, I didn't click with me. I talked to him on the phone and didn't see a lot of recognition to his face. And somebody said, that's Chris Rios. And, and it was just a joy to meet him in person. Uh, this is four or five years ago, I guess. And uh, get to know him that way too. Yeah. It was always uh, just his, his, his radio voice. I always said, you know, Chris, it's always a pleasure to talk to you. You talk me down off the cliff every time just by listening to your voice. So <laughs> voice for radio, um, but very calming demeanor, always uh, very encouraging, positive. So um, just one of those guys who as uh, an old CEO said, it was, it was always about when you walked in a room, it was always about you and not about him. Um, so I'll always remember that about, about Chris. Um, but I thought for the, for the sake of our audience and, and why Chris thought about our profession and how difficult it was, um, he recently also, if you haven't seen this, he published an article in the new version of Blue Rock Search's Pinnacle, which is a magazine. Sorry, I'm getting choked up. Um, he, he talked about standing out as an experienced leader. Um, he had learned a lot about what it really took to be a purple spotted unicorn uh, and move forward. And so I wanted to just share with you some of the things that I thought were part of what he championed for all of us was, you know, the fact that we were able to be not only a visionary and strategic thinker, uh, but also be analytical at the same time. So this kind of left brain, right brain. Um, he also describes in the article um, how to be data-driven, but also human-centered. Um, so this kind of <laughs> spectrum of talent that we ha all have to have, recognizing what it takes uh, to do this work. He also shared a lot about not only being collaborative and pulling people together, but that exactly what we talked about, Bob, the empathy, the caring, and the transparency um, that we all need in order to do this work. Um, and so he, he called that out very specifically about empathy for people in the company, not just your customer and the people that you work with, including leadership um, and just being transparent with everyone. He also talked about something that he didn't call out specifically, but knowing Chris, uh, he would have pulled out, um, you know, before you make any changes, um, uh, learn about the organization, learn about the person you're with. And respect that um, so that you know how to make the change, um, respecting their boundaries, respecting their knowledge, respecting their information, or even, you know, corporate, corporate habits and why things are the way that they are. <clears throat> and lastly, he also shared a little bit about this change leadership of moving people forward, but also helping them to reimagine at the same time. So uh, uh, taking uh, people who are kind of lemming sometimes and saying, how do we really move them along and, and be leaders in change, not just manage the change, but be a leader. Uh, any of that resonate with you, Bob, in your position it, as a leader, as a <laughs> practitioner? Is it, is it this phenomenal that, um, you know, in the CX profession, we talk so much about journey maps and and what Chris presents here is a is a journey map for for standing out as an experienced leader. He he gives you the roadmap. He connects the dots. And and I think that's uh, in the, in the time that I spent with him, either on the podcast or one on one. I he also helped sponsor a development of the roles and responsibilities of CX professionals. That was part of the CXPA effort that I was leading at the time. And and you know, this, this ability to say, it's not just, um, you know, having a good resume or making sure your LinkedIn profile is up to date. 
you have to work at this and you have to work at all these dimensions that he laid out in this article and that you just shared. And it, it, it's going to, he's, it's going to challenge you. It's going to force you to think and prepare and plan and then do. And so it's really um, that, that roadmap that he provided so many of the people that he helped throughout the years to say, mm-hmm. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to give you the roadmap. You got to do a lot of work. This isn't easy, but at the end, look what the result is. Look what you can become as a leader in the organization. And let's face it, Diane, leadership isn't easy. It's, it's always about us continuing to grow as leaders and, and become better leaders all the time. And that's what Chris encouraged us to do. Yeah, it was always very interesting to listen to him have conversations or, or share back people that had referred to him because while it was very functional to say, you know, get your resume together, get your LinkedIn, all of those pieces, um, he always encouraged, you know, what what don't you know and where are the places that you, you should be improving and have you thought about, you know, your presentation skills or those softer things that, which is why I highlighted the end here, because it's, it's, he looked at really both sides of the coin uh, to say your skill sets are important, but those skill sets are also the human uh, skills, uh, how to build collaboration, how to lead, um, how to learn. Um, so I think that was one of the things that I took away from the article. Um, there's a lot in there statistics, statistics about, you know, why it's important, but the message certainly came across from Chris that the way that he's always approached things. So I think I, I wanted to pull those out to kind of honor him. And you're right, Bob, this is like almost like a journey. Um, I, I mean, Diane, it must have done your heart good to have him talk about being human centered, coming from somebody who, like yourself, who advocates for that and in everything you do in your practice and your leadership roles, it, it, you are always about being human centered. That must have really melt, made you feel good to read that. Yeah, we can, and we connected and we touched base. So, you know, several times during, during the year, whether we had something to talk about or not, just because I think it was one of those, you know, being there for others. Um, um, thanks for that uh, comment, Bob, uh, being there for others. And, and he was always there, regardless of what opportunity, whether it was, hey, I'm trying to counsel somebody or can you can you reach out or can you contribute and volunteer uh, to do some things for CXPA. So he was always there uh, for people as well. The last thing that uh, I want to share, and, and Bob's got a, a short story too, is um, I think there was another um, article that he wrote, actually was the last one he wrote on his LinkedIn. And I thought it was very inspirational. If, if you read through it, he talks really from his own perspective of um, being very conscious about the decisions you're making and being introspective and understanding yourself and what you need to do. And so with that leapfrog from what you need to do as a profession, his messages here were, you know, find your gift, find what you're good at, find that thing that you can give to somebody else. Cause there's lots of people who can give things, but you are unique in position to give other people something. Uh, what is that? Because having a gift and giving your gift are two separate things. And so he, he made sure that in, in that message that you, you know, it's not about the getting it's, it's about giving that to others. And, I jokingly refer this just to send send the elevator back down. And so it's my my mantra that you know you you're going before others. You should you should help them along with with finding that gift and and paying it forward. So he's a huge proponent of that. Um, this this led to kind of this self understanding. I I don't think you can find your gift until you really are introspective and and spend time thinking about 
what you've gone through in your life and, and really understanding how you react and, and what you're good at and not letting other people tell you what you should be good at, but finding that, um, not only that gift, but your talent um, and where you have strengths and, and what you can do with those rather than looking at weaknesses. I think we all look for what can I improve, but also what can I improve that I'm already good at um, and become an expert and share that. He also, uh, he, he lived this uh, to believe in, in the work that he was doing, and he didn't necessarily mean spending the time in the office at Blue Rock Search. I know he was a huge uh, proponent of what, what needed to happen and what they needed to get done to achieve their goals, mm-hmm. um, but he was more about the work in general. Um, and that work was all about the human and about what you were doing for other people. That was his work. Um, and that was his purpose. And that's what he found as, you know, his way into recruiting was because he was a connector, like all the rest of us CX folks. And um, that was what he, he enjoyed doing and, and thrived in that environment. And lastly, it's a, it's a decision for him. It was about um, really making a decision to be something, um, I remember he told me one time, he said, I have to make a to-do list, you know, about some things that I need to, to do for myself because he's always encouraging me to grow. And he said, what I want you to do is I want you to make a to-be list. And I thought that was very ironic uh, that he was telling me it's not what you're doing, but what are you trying to become? Uh, so this was always about making that decision of what you want to be um, and, and going toward that and then put your to-do list together to do that. So I, that was a huge takeaway for me. And, and honestly, my lists are always now two B's, um, because it's about what I need to do to get to something. Uh, so I thought that was incredibly insightful on his part. And then the humility that he showed, um, he said in his article, you know, know who you are and what you stand for. I think that comes from that introspection, that, that self-understanding, uh, the ability to make decisions, the ability to guide others, um, but being humble about it and, and knowing, you know, that you're, especially in a very difficult job, like we all have in the changing landscape we're all in, um, where those boundaries are and what you believe in and how you stay true to that. Um, so that was kind of my takeaway of what his article is all about. And I think it's, there's some really impactful messages as, as always from Chris in there. Um, but Bob, you shared, you shared a story too, about an acronym he used for that. Um, do you want to share with the audience a little bit about the chef? You bet. Well, I love the to be, by the way, I, I, that was a highlight for me, um, in that article, but, uh, the to be list. Uh, maybe some of our listeners don't know this, but Chris spent many years in the hospitality and food industry as a, as a chef and general manager in a number of different um, activities in that industry. And it's, it's interesting too, because uh, oftentimes when, when people talk about us being consultants, they forget that we were practitioners for many, many years uh, uh, and kind of earning our stripes, so to speak. So he was in this industry and he really appreciated the the hospitality industry and the challenges that that it faced and when he was on the podcast uh earlier this year we were talking about transforming we were talking about um the whole concept of uh, you know how do you advance your career and he and he jokingly said bob you know as a chef i just had to come up with an acronym and he said the only acronym i could think of was eat and I said, Chris, 
I mean, I get it, but I mean, it's so hilarious that you would bring up EAT and the acronym stood for E is educate, A is advocate, and T is transform. And it goes to some of what you talked about, Diane, in terms of us as professionals and us trying to advance our careers or develop ourselves is how do we educate ourselves? How do we advocate for ourselves? And how do we transform ourselves to that to be that we want to be? And I just thought it was phenomenal that he relied on his hospitality background as a practitioner to, to develop this acronym around how do you help people with their careers and with their professions. That's awesome. That's awesome. It was, it was ironic. And one of the things that got us uh, together, because I had worked for Cisco Foods, which B was a customer of for years and years. So it was, it was almost comical when we were done with our day, we decided to treat ourselves to a nice dinner and I can't tell you how long we spent looking for just the right restaurant to go to. <laughs> we, both are, we both are such foodies. It was like, well, could we just do like a, um, like the old potlucks or the round, you know, around the neighborhood where you just go from, we'll have an appetizer here and we'll have a drink here and we'll right. <laughs> start at another place. Uh, Cause it was really ironical, but um, that, that was just, that was just the way when I think about Chris, I think about he was a connector. And so he found a way regardless of who he's talking to you to connect to something that you were passionate about. Um, so we, we wanted to kind of honor Chris today. And, and one of the things that you can do if you, if you knew Chris and um, spend any time with him, um, one of the ways that you can honor him as one of his favorite charities was make a wish. Um, he, he firmly believed that, you know, regardless of how long your life is that you should live it to the fullest. And he believed that that's what make a wish does for, for children um, and so you can find that information, either contact Blue Rock Search about where to do that or make a wish directly um, under Chris's name. Um, we would we would appreciate it. And I'm sure he's up there saying, yeah, you know, yes, um, uh, thanks for doing this. But but make it about make it about somebody else. Um, that's always the way Chris was. Um, so that's all I wanted to share about Chris today. If there's anything else, Bob, that you want to you want to share? Just to thank you, Diane, for um, encouraging us to put this podcast together and for taking the time to reflect on your relationship with Chris and all he's done for our profession. So really appreciate your time and and your thoughts about Chris and to um, uh, to let people know that a way to honor his memory um, uh, is to uh, donate to Make-A-Wish. Uh, all, all very good. And, and thanks for joining me today, Diane. Of course. Thanks, everyone. Cherish, cherish every moment you have. And this has been another episode of the All Things Considered CX podcast, a special edition honoring the memory of Chris Rios, Blue Rock Executive Search. Thank you, everyone. Thanks for listening to this episode of All Things Considered CX. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with your colleagues. Subscribe to our show. Follow me on LinkedIn and visit my website at InnovativeCX.com for more insights on creating better experiences. Thanks for joining us for this session of CX of M Radio. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show and visit CXofM.org for more resources.